What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film, where we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and TV. Today, on our new installment of Slice of TV, we are talking about episode six of the Paramount Plus show, Halo. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, is the wonderful Andrew Shoning. Hi there, everybody. How are you today, sir? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Oh, it's another week of Halo. That's all I got to say. I just... TV has been good this week, you know, watching the, yes. the latest episode of Moon Knight last week and then watching this. Uh, I'm just like, I need more. I need yes. more. <laughs> and we just I, got I, Ozark I, back, which is like for me as a big deal. Oh, man. TV's good right now. It was it was a pleasant surprise. Um, this episode of of Halo, I was honestly waiting for. A, a, a giant disappointment as we kind of talked about in the last episode i i really was just waiting to be set up to be disappointed and yep i i ended up being halfway impressed uh me too pleasantly surprised uh there was a lot of stuff where i was like okay all right this all makes sense this is all going very fluently there's no backtracking seeing flashbacks uh, a place is literally completely removed from this episode, which makes it a-okay in my book, <laughs> as we talk about every week. Yeah, I had uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it definitely was a slower pace than episode five, which yeah. makes sense. You, can, I feel if it's constantly in that same like action-packed pace, it's it turns just kind of into a video game. If you think about it, like right. it's it's. it's that's what video games are. I mean, yeah, they have stories, but most of the time you're just like looking for that next encounter to, you know, to fight, especially when it comes to the Halo franchise. But a lot of awesome backstory, um, just continuing to show you that Halsey sucks. <laughs> she's, she's, yeah. Um, and I mean, she's not the only one, though. I mean, you find out of all the other people who are involved in, Halsey's sketchiness and bad deeds. You're like, okay, yeah. these people suck too, but Halsey is the one who just continues to dig herself into a deeper hole and thinks like, if I tell them, this is going to make everything better. It's like, it's not. It's making everything <laughs> worse. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so I just want to address the the uh pronunciation of uh it's McKee, not McKee. Mackie. <laughs> I watched all the the behind the scenes uh, Halo declassified videos that uh, they're like half hour behind the scenes videos where uh, the host interviews people from the show and then they do behind the scenes stuff and they I watched the one where they were interviewing Charlie Murphy who plays uh McKee and they kept saying it that way and I'm like Son of a bitch. We've been saying it wrong the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's no, the thing. We, we never really heard her name though in the show. So I guess I don't I don't think you actually hear her pronounce her name until no. this episode. So right. I I mean, I feel like we get a pass on this one. Yeah, I I wasn't kicking myself too hard when I heard it. <laughs> so yeah, what um I mean, what are your overall thoughts, non spoilers on this episode? From beginning to end, um, let's let I I mean I pretty much stated already. I was pleasantly surprised with with this. 
Um, I don't know whether it was the fact that we got uh we got the same director as the last episode mm-hmm. that uh uh Jonathan uh Liebsman uh I probably butchered his last name, but sounds uh, right to me. <laughs> uh it, it was the exact same director as the la- as the last episode. Um I felt like it really picked up after the last episode. You got a lot of questions answered, you got a lot of um it, it's like you said there was there was no action really in this one but there was a lot of um there was a lot of story to be told there was a lot of character development there was um there there was just something some curveballs that you didn't expect to be uh to be shown or told in this episode and you got it and it just kind of even though there wasn't a ton of of fighting or anything like that you were still kind of left on the edge of your seat at the end of the episode. Um, just kind of being like going like, I, I need to see this next episode because I feel like we are finally making some headway here in what it is, in what it was. And like you said, there was also the omission of a couple things yep. in this episode. And it, it just, I feel like it just, it, we were able to propel the series forward because we finally broke that and it, it just helps. So long story short, I felt like it was a very good episode, especially when I was expecting to be disappointed so greatly um, after the last one. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. This was a pleasant surprise, especially after the way like episode five was the highlight of the season. And as you know, this episode definitely didn't hit that point, but it continued the story in a good way. It like, like we were talking about earlier, it didn't dance around one point. It kind of just kept going forward and we didn't. And and the thing is, is they focused completely in this episode on John and everything that surrounds him. Yes. That's it. We didn't go to magical. Thank the Lord. We didn't, you know, we, we we just focused on this one thing, and this is what the show needs to continue to do. As I will state again, I don't give a shit about magical. Please stop making <laughs> me try. Stop trying to make me care about whatever that is. <laughs> because it's not, we don't. Because I, I listen. I feel there's going to be something major that's going to happen that's going to link these two things back together. But as for right now, I don't care. <laughs> just. I mean, there's got to be at this rate. Otherwise, if they don't do something, I will be more upset with this whole series. Right. About the time they spent on this. That will legitimately be my biggest mark if they don't do something with Madrigal at this point. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much the gist of non-spoilers. So I'm going to warn all of you now, if you haven't seen episode six of Halo, make sure to go tune in. Go watch the episode. Come back. So you can hear all these spoilers without being upset. Like, why did he say that? <laughs> why there's did always, he do that? Why there's always that one person? Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, be well, that we're person. We're warning you now. <laughs> we're warning you now. So get out. Yep. Leave right. and come back. Well, I mean, come back later. Yeah, but, come back but later. Go watch yeah, we want you to come back. Or... Just yeah. watch the show. It's like, it's, yeah. it's getting it's to the point where it's like this is a good show now. Like I can say it's a good show where few episodes ago i wouldn't have said that <laughs> i would have been like it's an okay show it's a show it, it, it's That's good what i would say it's, it's good but not great and now we're we're getting to the point where like you're actually feeling drawn into this story 
so yeah, are you so, gone yet? Yeah, or, yeah. Are you get gone? Yeah, okay. They're they've they've had enough warning. All right, shouting with spoilers now. Let's let's talk about this episode and what you thought of this episode. And yeah, okay, Go. okay. So let's <laughs> let's start off. You 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 touched on you touched on the first thing that I really wanted to bring up, and that was just how absolute terrible Halsey is as a person. Yep. Just how how absolute. Just she is just the worst. <laughs> she's she is the wor- just terrible as a person, as a mother, and I'm sorry she should not even be called a scientist at this rate. Yeah. She she is absolutely horrible, and I don't even know why I'm so upset about this because I know that this is how this character needs to be because they have not deviated from her character from the games to the to the video. But I think it's because you are seeing flashbacks. They are diving so much deeper into that story that you are just like, this person is trash. (laughs) This origin, when she tells the origin of the Spartan program and like, you know, John sits her down and is like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, why did you do this? And she, and it wasn't even the fact of like, she kidnapped these kids, you know, because she needed literally this is a story, everybody. And if you've watched the episode, which if you're still here, you should have watched the episode. But like she literally states, I needed children no old, no older than six. But unfortunately, six year olds can't sign consent. And parents aren't just going to give their kids away. Right. So she had to kidnap them, replace them with flash clones that will die eventually on purpose like almost immediately after right. they were like she's like they would start like headaches you know nosebleeds stuff whatever and then they would just they literally go die. into cardiac arrest and die like yeah. it's horrifying and you're like this is some mad scientist type shit all right Ooh, yeah this is something some crazy doctors did back in the 40s during the world war Two. all right this sh- like what was her I, was the Spartan pro like do you ever find I mean listen I've played I, I want people to st- like don't get mad at me like I've played the Halo series but it's been a very long time and my memory is awful so like trying to remember as much stuff about the Halo game series as like Shoning you know as all the knowledge that's in Shoning's had about the game series it's not it's not even remotely close when do they ever talk about the origins of the Spartan program in the Halo game series in the games, no. I don't believe that there is any mention of how the Spartan 2, like how the program actually came to be and how they, they did it. Well, I, somebody out there is probably a little bit better and more versed in it. If there is a mention of it, it is very minimal. All of the lore that I got from it came from the book series, which is canon with the game series right but it's just no if you if you've only played the video games you've never read the books i believe that any mention of the fact that they legitimately kidnapped six-year-old like five or six-year-olds replaced them with flash clones that then died i don't even i don't even know if there's a i don't even know if there's like a reference to that the fact that they they replaced them with clones i 
I got to go back and reread some books, but I don't think they ever mentioned that. I think they just straight up mentioned in the books that they just kidnapped the kids. Right. It was the kids just, like, just disappeared. Like parents woke up and they're like, where's my kid? <laughs> I, I think that was, I, but I could be wrong, but I, I'm not going to say that I'm right, but I just, I have no idea. Let's just say it's a horrendous story. <laughs> it's terrible. And it makes it in the fact that the, so Captain Keys and I can't remember who this like high, Perengoski. there you go. Admiral Perengoski, she, they, you find out that both of them were involved, like knew about this. Yeah. And it's basically, I mean, and the, the, the sucky part behind it is, is like, they just kind of blow it off too. Like, yeah. I, I think Perengoski kind of just says like, People just, when they need something, they just kind of realize that they, you know, they kind of just have things that go around, you know, the protocol and stuff like that. And she, she basically is just as sketchy as Halsey is because she's just sets Halsey up to basically take the whole brunt of everything. Oh yeah. Like, like they didn't know what was going on and they just need, and she calls Halsey a scapegoat. She just goes like, Hey. Council needs a scapegoat. Yep. Halsey's your person. And which, don't get me wrong, Halsey's a good, good, good scapegoat because she's the worst of them all. But I mean, she's the worst of them all, and she's the one who, you know, she puts all that information out there. Yeah. Like, the other two, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's, that's what they got, because they don't need to admit to anything because no one has said anything. And to be honest, I feel... And Halsey's not going to say anything. She even says it like, that's fine. Like I want, I'm, you know, yeah, I told John all this information, but I'm not, I didn't tell him you were involved. Why would I do that? It would just destroy everything. Right. But also Miranda listens in as well to the conversation and hears that whole story and is just horrified. Like absolutely horrified. And I mean, can you can you blame her? I mean, no, no. She I just mean, found out that I her think any of us would have heard that father story. are like right. the worst people ever. I think if anybody heard that story, like if I was in that room, what? Uh, what? Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think about that, and then think from her point of view, where it's legitimately her mother and father that are the yeah. I mean. They're like the two worst people ever, and you just kind of find that out because she just happens to eavesdrop on that, and it's right as, I mean, she pops in like right at the worst time, too. Yep. I I don't know. I I mean, that that part honestly left me a little speechless just because of how deep they dove into that. Yeah. Good news. Kai's still alive. I was yes, so happy yes, when I saw her still alive. She, it, it opens up to her screaming bloody murder because she's in excruciating pain. And I was like, oh, please don't die. <laughs> I'm glad that you're still here. I love yeah. her character. I love the Spartans. I'm really hoping we get something, you know, uh, where the, you know, Kai and John kind of tell the other two about the chip and they do the same thing. And we get like this, the, the group kind of a different form of the Spartan group of this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd be really interesting. Uh, but yeah, I I'm glad she's alive. I glad 
Halsey is being, you know, taken away to wherever she's going. I know that like they gave her a lab on like off planet. Right. Yeah, so did did they actually give it to her? That's where I got so confused because when when she's in there and she's talking one on one with Perengoski at you know towards the end of the episode there. And then all of a sudden, you know, she's talking about how basically you're going to be the scapegoat, you know, but I'm going to allow you to have this lab, but it's not going to be here. It's going to be somewhere else. But then all of a sudden it's like the whole dramatic thing changes. And I don't know whether it's because she's just making it try to look good yeah, for like the recording and everything. And then all of a sudden it's just like Halsey's confined to her, you know, her living quarters along yeah. with creepy dude, creepy dudes with her. Um, and you also kind of come to find out that creepy dude, and that's all I'm going to re- refer to him as. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, he, while he is Halsey's right hand man, basically, yeah, he is just as sketchy, if not almost sketchier, than Halsey because he, this dude is like. He he's like able to hack. I mean, he built like the whole and he says he's like he built like the whole mainframe yeah. firewall system of everything that the UNSC uses. And he's been doing it for 30 years. How old is this yeah. guy? He looks like he's like maybe he late 30s, like, maybe early yeah. 40s. What? Yeah, it's like, did he like come out of the womb just like typing on just a computer coding. like <laughs> your firewalls got is pathetic. Let me rebuild it for you. You know, I don't know. It's what a kid, let me give you your bottle. Hold on. I don't even know what was really going on, but I, I feel like there's almost more to his character than something, but oh, they yeah. keep like introducing like these little things that he does. He, he, he's like some technology whiz. He's, he's a doctor that helps, you know, Halsey with all of this stuff. It's, it's like, he's like a Jack of all trades and I'm starting to go like, is this dude <laughs> just as crooked? If not a little bit more crooked than Halsey, because, uh, Halsey, in the games didn't i mean there's no mention of like a straight like right hand man that's always there with her but right. this guy like never leaves her side no he's like in her house and you're like yeah like, yeah why is he confined to her living quarters right i actually like, like he got fired too yeah i i don't all i don't weird. even know what happened with that but it's, the dude the dude just throws me and i almost cringe every time i see him <laughs> yeah i don't i don't like him i don't like him at all uh cortana she's i love the the tests that john does on halsey he like locks her in a room he turns off he turns off some like safety measure which like if she gets exposed she pretty much like can like melt. turn to a liquid yeah. yeah and i love that he tells the story of like do you remember i can't remember the guy the person's name but just like do you remember you know so and so he's the one you know he created i think he was the one who created all the ships right? yeah he's he was talking sh- about the guy that basically was the shipwright to the whole unsc fleet and basically yeah. brought them into the modern era and he always talks about how this one guy left like one back door into the you know like a certain thing and he's basically i mean you watch him how 
John apparently has studied this so well, and he just like goes and he, he there's like five steps that he's got to do, and I mean he just so cautiously yeah. or just this is what's got to happen, and before yeah. too long, Elsie's locked in this lab. Yeah, and she's about to get liquefied. Yeah, and he's, you know, telling talking to Cortana. He's like, make me stop this. She's like, I can't do that. Like, the only thing I could do is turn you off, pretty much. Like, I put you in, like, a stasis. And I love that literally it was just a test. It was just, he was literally just doing this. His, he didn't, well, I mean, I'm figuring he does want to kill Halsey or hurt her uh, for what she's done. But at that moment, he didn't want to kill her. He just wanted to test out how the extent of Cortana's powers on him mm-hmm. or control, I should say. Awesome. Great. I loved it. I love that oh, scene. It was I love Pablo Shriver, his in straight face, straight laced face, just, you know, the whole time telling the story. And Cortana's just like, what are you doing? Stop. And you got Halsey just like freaking out, trying to, you know, get him to stop. Best scene and of the of this episode, in my opinion. I loved I loved the whole thing. It was a it was a very powerful, like, yeah. I don't even know, three minute like clip i don't even know what how long yeah. that was but it felt like when you're watching the timer kick that like tick down it's like it's taking forever and you're just like you've got and can we also just give uh uh credit to jen taylor who voices cortana because oh, yeah. she even though you are not seeing jen taylor as a person here you are like looking at cortana and you are getting so invested in this character because you're seeing the the emotion the i mean everything just portrayed through the voice and it yeah. is just spot because i mean cortana is bleeding with john here like let her out don't do this and i mean yeah. she's just like begging it was it's great it was top tier acting i feel like that's why you bring back jen taylor to be cortana just because she i mean she's been doing it for 20 years she's you you just like when you're recasting for characters like master chief in the games you know he was you know who he was in the game like you know he never took his helmet off so it was kind of it was more of a voice and an action Mm -hmm. so like casting a person under the suit i feel is an easier task and but when it you know when halsey it's just like just find a woman who you know it's it, it's just your normal casting. But when it comes to Cortana and this, she is, I mean, when it comes to like iconic Halo characters, it's, it's Master Chief, of course, at number one, because mm-hmm. I mean, he's the face of not just Halo, but he's like the face of Xbox. <laughs> and then right. you have Cortana. I mean, uh, Cortana was so big that at one point in time, when Microsoft was making cell phones, the AI for those phones was Cortana and they had Cortana's uh, voice recognition crap on the Xboxes as well. Like you, she is a, still do oh, it a yeah, little I bit mean, on windows. I've, yeah. I've never, I've never actually done it, but like, I just remember, I remember buying a windows phone uh, and having that option because it was mm-hmm. exactly like Siri. Yeah. Cortana's huge. And like, it's, and if you're going to do VFX, bring her to life why not bring jen taylor who sounds 
exactly the same today as she did 20 years ago when she voiced Cortana for the first time in Halo Combat Evolved. And it's easy choice. And the other thing is, is you when you're hearing Cortana's voice, you're hearing Jen Taylor. Yeah, it, it's her voice. That's her I voice. Mean, listen, listen to any any interview that Jen Taylor's ever had, and just listen to her. It's Cortana talking. Yeah. I mean, her voice is iconic. You can hear her, and you just like, I know want, exactly who that you is. Want to listen to Jen Taylor talk? Well, if you're watching this, on I mean, the only place you can watch this show is on Paramount Plus. Uh, they have a show called Halo, um, the series Declassified, and episode four of that, they interview Jen Taylor. So go watch that. It's awesome. It's To be honest, of all the interviews they've done with cast, uh, that one was my favorite, just because of who Jen Taylor is. And then just a little bit of trivia for for you, just, just so you know, is the, originally Jen Taylor was not going to be Cortana in this. No, she it was supposed. She was, it, it, was it was supposed, supposed to be to Natasha McElhone yeah. uh, or whatever her, yeah. uh, her last name is, and I just want to say that I think if they had gone that route, you would have lost ninety percent of the fan base. Oh, regardless, yeah. uh, when Cortana first popped up and it wasn't Cortana's voice, right. they would have been like, "I'm yeah, done," because they wanted, you know, because of the fact that the whole thing is that Cortana is just a clone an ai clone of halsey they wanted that kind of feel so like uh the actress who plays halsey was also going to play cortana but she was going to speak in an american you know in an american accent like cortana mm -hmm. does um to kind of have that same report they do have cortana looking like her in a way it's kind of a mm -hmm. blend it's not like oh yeah this completely looks like halsey but at least they got her to look somewhat like halsey so that keeps the same that keeps the faith for that but yeah, Jen Taylor, you know, she's one of those like you lock her in. She is Cortana. You can't replace her. Just, it can't happen. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree. So let's talk a little. Let's talk about uh, uh, McKee. She is taken in at, at the end of episode five. Um, you know, she's she's got this whole plan with the Sangheili. She, you know, gets brought in and she just wants to talk with John. You know, she feels she knows what John is capable of doing because she is also capable of doing the same thing. They're kind of the same. Well, not really the same person, but they're they can do the same things like they can, you know, what they can both touch these uh, artifacts and experience things. And she right. knows everything he's going through. What you also find out in this episode is that the more that John touches the artifacts, the more it's killing him. Like it's actually hurting right. him physically. Um, there's just throughout the, the episode, he's constant. like he goes back to the ship. You see him using that like diagnostics station again, like mm -hmm. where he's testing to see how, you know, how he is. And it's like critical. And he talks with McKee later in the episode. There was like two or three encounters that they have together where they talk to like he talks with her um you have the the beginning where he's in the initial um interrogation where you have the guard outside who's the smartest person in the damn show and he's, he's like, like i don't trust her <laughs> and i'm like, just i'm just like i'm like this man has got the whole goddamn thing figured out he's and like, it's like it, it, the, the funny part is is it was so well played out 
that i mean john's like standing there and the dude just go i mean just so nonchalantly just goes like i don't trust her there's something bad about this chick and like john kind of like looks at him for a second (laughs) and i just kind of want to be like at that point john could have totally taken this one guy man and just walked right in popped mckee in the head and then you could have just cut to the credits and the whole series could have been over right yep. there. Just solved a billion and one issues. Yep. He literally looks at him. He's like, I don't like, I don't, I don't like her. I don't trust her because Covenant never take prisoners. Yep. And I was like, that guy, that's a smart guy. Why isn't he a higher up? Why isn't he like, you know, Captain? Why King's is he guarding here? this person? Yeah, he what needs is going- to be up with like. <laughs> Admiral Hood and all of them. I don't know what's going on. That dude is. I was like, man, I really hope we see him again. We probably won't because he was nothing. He was literally just a, a character with one line. <laughs> You're probably gonna watch him die in no. like what in like the next episode. Like McKee is gonna jump or get out of her cell, and he's gonna be the first one to die. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, well, the whole hope for the humans in the human covenant war just died there because that man yep. knew exactly what was going on. Yeah. Bravo to that guy. Um, so yeah, so the first time John in, uh, interrogates her, she tells him about you know where they might be, and it's like a planet that they consider like a holy land. And she tells him like the where in the galaxy they could be, and nowhere to be found. Like this place doesn't exist. At least they can't mm-hmm. find it. So he goes back and he's like. It's not there. Nothing is there. And she's like, well, I've never been there. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And this is when you start seeing John being more irritable and he's in pain. So he's constantly like holding his stomach and just trying to just figure shit out to the point where they both had the, they have the conversation about like, we're the same, you know, we experience the same things. We, you know, we can sense when things are happening and, uh, you know, ultimately, you know, John is just like, screw this. I'm just going to touch the artifact again. He goes and touches it. Um, and you find out, yeah, they literally are connected. Mm-hmm. Because at one point, you think they're both going to die. Because she starts going into convulsions. She starts having seizures. Could, right before she's about to slice some bitch with a freaking, her little knife finger. Just mm-hmm. She's got a lightsaber in her finger, by the way. <laughs> like this, Which I think is like, badass. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to watch Star Wars and some and some you know Jedi. She doesn't have a lightsaber. She just goes like this, and all of her nails are just lightsabers. Like that'd be sweet. Not right. gonna lie, <laughs> that's some Sith level <laughs> shit right there. Oh is my what god! That is. Just like Freddy Krueger with <laughs> Freddy Krueger lightsabers. Yes. Holy yes. shit! What is going on? We are we're veering off track here. <laughs> but yeah, we're she gonna knows. have some producer calling us. And it's like, what are you doing? How much do you want for the idea? Please. <laughs> I want that phone call. Um, <laughs> she, yeah, she starts going into seizures as he's holding the thing. You think they're both going to die because they're um, like their readings are really are starting to go all over the place and it's almost getting to the flat line. This is where Halsey also has a way of getting Cortana to kind of be in her room, like be in her house because Mm -hmm. she literally what Cortana does is breaks through all the firewalls that were to prevent her from going there 
And I love it. She's like, yeah, you know, it was a little tough. A couple walls. I knocked them down. <laughs> she, she's just, she's just, she just shrugs it off so much. Yeah, and she's just she's like, great. and then, and the funny part is, is that creepy dude sits there and he's, he's like, there is not a hole, <laughs> a hole in my security. And she go, just goes like, yes, there is. And I can actually tell you how you can patch. <laughs> <laughs> he literally his just slaps that dude in the like, face. That's so I know, good. And he's just, he doesn't even know what to do with it. It's so good. So what Cortana does is she she brings up both of their readings and they find out like after everything starts to calm down that both their readings are exactly the same. Like mm-hmm. their hearts are beating exactly the same. And they meet John and uh, McKee, they meet in like I don't this is just like a vision, right? It's they're both vision, having the same yeah. vision where they're encountering each other. You think they're going to like, there was a weird thing. I was like, are they going to kiss? Is this going to get weird? Like, is this ah, like, I didn't yeah. think anything like more than that was going to happen. I was like, are they just going to throw this way off? Like John has never had that type of feeling towards anyone. So it'd have been just really off putting, but it, for a hint, a hint of that scene, I was like, please don't make them kiss. This makes no <laughs> sense. But it was, it was just like the, because of the face touching, I was like, Oh no, what are we doing? And then nothing happens. And I was like, Oh my God. But Everybody, we get to see Halo for the first time in the, you know, we, we've only seen holograms of it uh, when people would be looking at it, kind of studying the, the whole thing. But we've never seen, I mean, to be honest, I don't, this is not the real Halo because it's, this is just a vision from both of them. Uh, but this is, when you think of it, like I was, to be honest, I would, when they were panning down into like, there was like a, a couple hills and they were panned down. I'm like, man, that kind of looks like the opening shot to the first game. Like when you hop out and you're wa- you right. have to walk up that hill. I'm like, that looks like that scene. Yep. Probably. I agree. But it, but it just, this is where it starts to bring back those like, you know, 10 year old me playing Halo combat evolved for the first time. And just like, ah, I'm getting all those, those buggies inside me. Just, wiggling around it's great we're finally getting to a point where we feel like we're actually catching up with some of the lore of the games where you know halo is becoming a more real concept in this we i mean we have a we have a tv show named halo we have only heard name drops of halo we have not actually seen what gives this thing its name yet and then you finally get this and it was a neat way to end the episode where you know you get this kind of vision and stuff like that and really you don't even know where they're at at first um at first when i saw it i thought i was like oh they're on this world that you know she was talking about you know the covenant considering a holy land yeah um and it was going to start playing into something and then all of a sudden you just get this nice little pan to the side and you look you are able to look up into the sky and you can see you know the ring you know, going, going up and you're just like, you're like, oh my God. And I was just, yep. And they actually, even if I'm right, they didn't, they play the the halo theme a little bit in the, in the background there. You could hear it. You kind of get the chant. Yep. Yeah. Which I thought was a nice, a nice touch there as well. But, um, I, I got to admit somebody in the comments is going to actually sit there and say like, well, showing you were wrong. You said we weren't going to see halo until the very last episode. Here we are. And I'm like, Yes, I'm happy to be proven wrong. <laughs> exactly. 
Like sometimes when people go, you were wrong. And you're like, well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that we, I was proven wrong. Oh, uh, I just want to go back to, um, uh, McKee talking with John explaining, you know, who she is. Like she tells him everything. Like she tells him that she was taken for, uh, by the Sangili when she was a kid and, you know, she lived among them and, you know, learned their language and everything. And then tells him that she is called the blessed one. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's the play here? Like, what is her end game? Like, I understand what she tells the, uh, the prophets, but like, what is her actual play? Like, I'm just like, what is she trying? Cause I feel if John, like is John like the only thing in her way to getting to you know finishing her mission or is like you know maybe trying to drag John to her side it's I'm still kind of confused by her I'm still kind of figured like I I haven't really pinpointed ultimately what she's all about they they played this whole part with her you know being with the UNSC this episode away I, I expected the UNSC to play dumb in this episode, you know, but they actually address it quite a bit where they're all pretty unsure about her because, you know, like, what, what was a human doing, you know, with the Covenant? Why all of a sudden yeah. did you decide to fall when, you know, they took the artifact, you know, blah, right. blah. You know, and I was like, oh, they're actually being a little bit smarter about this. And I'm like, because, you know, I, I was just kind of expecting him to be like, you know, play dumb and just be like, oh, well, they had a they have had a prisoner and this is fine. And then all of a sudden, right. you know, they do the typical thing where they tr completely trust this person. And then all of a sudden it's just, oh, they were they were they stabbed us in the back. Oh, my God, I didn't see this coming. Right. But they did such a good job with actually playing into the whole we don't trust her. And then you, it's like you said, her character is just really this. You, you know from the early episodes that her, uh, supposedly, her goal is to kill Chief, but I'm I'm sitting here now wondering, like, does she have a bigger plan? <laughs> right. Is, is she, is she like you said, is she hoping that she can, instead of killing him, like, bring him with her to back to the Covenant? Or, or, is, right. or is she trying to do her own thing? And use Halo for herself? Yeah. Or or is she just... Or is she actually like... Well, I can't say no. It, it can't be like she's she's wanting to work with the UNSC on this and pay back the Covenant for holding her. I, I, she's, I know she's not that because she's willing to kill people, but... Right. I, I, it just... To me, her, her character dives... There's, she's deeper than just the, the I gotta kill master chief than you know the, what we originally thought she was going to be and i just feel like there's more of a goal because i feel like she could just basically drop a a beacon to the covenant they could come and raid reach and right they could get the keystone if that's all they really wanted that was i mean to be honest be did this event cause that right like john using the artifact with her and then they them kind of linking up did that help send a signal out to the covenant of where they are. Cause I'm guessing well, these two artifacts, putting them together is what's going to help create halo. Right. 
Well, it doesn't create Halo because Halo exists. Right. So it's like, but, a, but it's like the, the ultimate weapon. Yeah. Nobody knows where it's at. And I'm trying to figure out what the keystones actually are. Are they because like. In the video games, you have the indexes, which are basically. I mean, I mean, they're what activate the Halo that that specific Halo array. Yeah. Um. But I mean, is is are these keystones? If you put them together, do they create a portal to get you to Halo? What what does this? What does what do these two keystones? What what do they? What what do they do? Um, right. We know that one. We know that the small one that the UNSC has clearly fits into the big one that the that the Covenant took. That's that's what we know. Yeah. Um. It just it's kind of a it's got me baffled really what what the point of these keystones are but um oh i lost my my train of thought basically basically i'm just like where i i just feel like mackie's gotta have or mckee has got to have something else up her sleeve other than just wanting to get the keystone for the covenant and maybe it is just she wants to kill john but i feel like she could have Honestly, I feel like she had a couple instances where she could have, and she didn't take that shot now. Right. I mean, he, he was basically, you know, sick. He he was down on his knees. I mean, just basically, I mean, she could have so easily just walked up behind him and just with her little, like you said, lightsaber finger, just yeah, done. Why, why didn't it happen? She's saving him for something. Right. And then, and then also on top of that, when she kind of got that, gut feeling that he was going to go touch touch the keystone she was like i gotta talk to him now we can't have this this is not good like she knew something was gonna happen yeah i don't i i don't really understand what all's going on about that because then all of a sudden it's like after he touches you see them in this vision and then all of a sudden she's like whoa like she hasn't seen any of this either right that's why they have that kind of embrace it's not really an embrace but it's like they come together and are like yeah all right well <laughs> i guess this is t i feel like it's more of like a hey i feel like we now have to work together and try to figure this shit out right like i just uh, felt like there was a pivot in the character there yeah no i agree yeah i agree uh, I do want to talk a little bit about um more of Halsey's fucked up shit that she you know well, it just keeps spewing out of her mouth. Uh, she has Miranda come over to her house uh, because so Miranda pretty much inherits the the lab. Uh, mm -hmm. And I love that, like her going in there and like being able to do just way more stuff. And uh, it, it was kind of weird, though, like she asked about the blood tests on Mackie mm -hmm. or McKee. It's it, I, I'm good. I did it, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was doing so good. Um, but yeah, so she does, she asked for the blood test and it says like access denied. You're like, well, right. Uh, but then she does it again and she gets the results and you're like, oh, okay. I don't know what the hell the point of point it was to tell her she didn't have access. But yeah, so she gets summoned pretty much to Halsey's uh, pretty much to, you know, Halsey's going to try to get some information out of her. And she's like, nah, this is not how this is going to play out. Like, you know, you, you're, you're fucked up lady. Like 
And then Halsey has pretty much the audacity to say, I never really wanted you because I never believed in family. And I was like, yeah, <gasps> boom, right in the gut. They're like, what the hell? Like, we already thought you sucked, but this makes it even worse. You're just, t- you're just terrible. And, and then, and then oh, also, then did she, did she steal Miranda's like retina? Yeah. She, so or did that she, she copy could, it? Yeah. So she could probably gain back, gain access back into her lab. I, I was just like, I was like, I couldn't quite figure that out because like, yeah. That's where that's where creepy dude all of a sudden comes yeah, out from around his creepy corner, and he's right. like, "Did you get hey, a good look at her?" And I'm just like, just creeps out from behind the corner. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, okay, yeah, it just it's just making her look worse and worse and worse. Like, you don't tell your kid that oh pretty God. much that pretty much I never wanted you, I never believed in it. It's like, well, you but it happened. You got to figure it out. You got to live yep, with that. Here I am. Yeah. So. Yep, Halsey's just irredeemable to me. She's she's just so far into the shit pile that it's like, if she died in the next episode, I don't know if I'd really feel that bad. <laughs> I don't think I'd feel bad at Can all. Creepy guy go with her though. Like, damn man, I'm sick of looking at that guy. He creeps me out. <sighs> that yeah, that dude damn, just sets man. me off. And it's not even the fact of like this. It just shows that this actor's doing a great job. It's just being a a creep a creepo. Like just, he, yeah. He, I'm sorry. He still the, the the main thing was when he tried to kiss the dead body. Yeah, I was like, that was. I was ooh. like, okay, this is. Yep. This is a little yep. too much. Oh, yep. <laughs> Yikes. Well, Shoning, do you have any final thoughts on this episode before we end? Uh, no. I'm pretty sure you you pretty much touched on the whole thing. I mean, it was just we had a lot of good things. Uh, story wise, uh, we came to find out that we just hate Halsey that much more. We found out yep. that the UNSC as a whole has some pretty sketchy characters in it that are withholding a lot of information. Yep. Uh, McKee, we are not 100% sure what she's doing anymore with that. We got to see Halo. Um, I guess we we could mention real quick that uh, we didn't get to mention last time because I, I showed it to you after we got done recording, was that the brute in the last episode could be, and we're not 100% sure, Atriox from Halo Infinite, and that was uh, stated by the guy who they hired to uh, basically create the Sangheili language for this. Um, and that's yeah. just kind of a neat tie-in tie that even if that wasn't Atriox, even if we don't see him again, that somebody that was writing the script and then, you know, or was basically creating this language named that character Atriox and it's just neat because that's the only brute you, you've seen so far. We probably right. see him again later, but it was just kind of a neat nod. And if you guys didn't catch that in episode five, you can go back and look at it and uh, Google it because there is a, a neat little uh, uh, interview with the guy that makes the language that they talk about why uh, they're they're calling this guy Atriox. So. Mm. Yeah, it was definitely very interesting. I uh, hope we get more for that. Or even if we don't get that until like season two, I'd be okay with it. I haven't played Halo Infinite yet, so, uh, you know, I was like, who is that? (laughs) Yeah, no, just basically just if anything, it's a nice nod to the video games. Um, And 
I just thought it, I thought it was really cool that somebody caught that and they wondered that. And then they actually asked the guy and they were like, he was like, oh yeah, no, this, according to my, my language that I've created for this is this guy's name is Atriox. And it's just like, okay. Hmm. Uh, I do want to shout out Charlie Murphy. Uh, she had to learn a very difficult fake language that was mm-hmm. created specifically for the show. And according to the gentleman who, or the two gentlemen who created the language, uh, she is, she kicked, she kicked ass. Like she was like one of the best actors to ever like to, to be, be able to nail down such a difficult language. Um, she was like one of the best. And so, Hey, shout out to Charlie Murphy. Cause I listening to her and listening to that language. I'm like, whew, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, no a lot. kidding. Just try to read it off of a script, but then put it in your head and be able to just recite that. Yeah. All right. Well, that is going to be it for our review of Halo Episode 6, titled Solace. Next week, we'll be talking about Episode 7. But before that, let's go. I'm going to go over what you uh, what to expect from Dissect That Film this week. As you know, this will be out on Monday. Tomorrow will be our final video debut ever well unless you know except for all the weekly videos that we put out but like our final uh pre-dissect that film video debut we're going to be releasing our bad boys 2 video debut the one i did with my brother before we officially became dissect that film we there won't be unfortunately we're not doing a fresh cuts this week just because of uh, illness and just trying to find the time to go to the theater to see the movie we were originally going to cover. Uh, we're not going to do it this week. Maybe we'll try to shoot for next week. We're going to try to cover the Northman, uh, but we'll keep you guys, uh, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know when that happens. Uh, Thursday will be my f- uh, review of episode six, the season finale of moon Knight. And Hey, I might have a special guest for that. And I'm very excited um, I won't say who it is yet because I got to make sure that he is good to go for that day. And then Friday will be our will be episode fifty two of the podcast where we'll be talking about the Batman with a special guest. But you'll have to wait for that too. <laughs> I can't announce Ooh. the special guest. I got to make sure that they're actually going to be on the show before I disappoint myself and everybody else. <laughs> Just keep getting hyped, everybody, because your hype brings those people in. Exactly. But until next time, I am your host, Brett Parker. That is Andrew Schoening. Make sure to check him out on all his socials and Twitch. All that stuff's going to be down in the description. We'll see you all later. Bye, everybody.